Streaming live from the ESPN 690 and Atari Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. It was really one, one quarter of that football. Uh, if you look at the stats, look at the numbers, uh, we played great football. Uh, it was just that first quarter. And you take that first quarter away, that team has zero points. So uh, we just have to do a better job and just starting out fast, man, not even do a better job. We just have to, to know and put ourselves in situations before they really happen so we can make the plays. Uh, so guys just need to, you know, we just need to get back in that playbook and uh, just get better individually. That's Josh Allen and... Uh... I'm not sure he'd have the same soundbite after watching the tape. <laughs> That's my guess. Uh, but, hey, give, jo give Josh Allen a little credit because he had a good day. And, like, and I don't make comments, like, I don't have to sound the wrong way. But, like, when, when I played against Indianapolis my second year, Thursday Night Football, I was a captain. Like, okay. I, I called the captain. And I was also, I had a quarterback sack on Andrew Luck. So, like, yeah, we got blown out still on national television. <laughs> yeah, but, but like, felt good. But I left the game thinking, like, well, I mean, I'm, I'm watching the film tomorrow. It's all good. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not going to be in the best of moods, but yeah, I saw the film on. Let's see what I did. You I know? understand so that's, that. That's from Josh Allen's kind of I, right I get that. I, okay. I do get that. that okay. I think that's, by the way, I think that is human nature. Now, whether you say that kind of stuff, like, blatantly in front of a mic or not, no. And, and oh, I'm not no. saying Josh did. But... I think that is human nature. I think if you go back to whenever you played high school ball and you went four for four and you guys lost seven to four in a game, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you're kind of like, yeah, that sucked that we lost, but shoot, four for four is pretty nice. Yeah, so let's, <laughs> tape on. Let's, let's, let's watch those four hits. You know what I'm saying? So, so I think. It does, uh, I mean, listen, losing sucks, Brent. Right. I mean, it's it's the worst in the NFL, but it cushions the blow when you have two quarterback sacks in a game. Yeah, I think you're right. And by the way, a couple tackles for losses too. Yeah. And, and and I see. I think he'd been getting home or been getting close to getting home. And so for him to actually finish the deal on some plays, I think is significant for him. Like I, I think that helps his confidence. And by the way, if he comes out feeling good about himself, maybe somebody else comes out of this Buffalo game feeling good about themselves. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe that starts to stack up a little bit. Jags could could use um, some of that for sure. You know, there's a. One thing about the Braves, okay? Um, I said the Braves will win tonight, and people start going crazy. Don't jinx us all. Can you guys stop being so soft? Uh -oh. Like, if you oh, don't man. think the Braves are going to win tonight, then what are you in it for? I mean, come on. You, Brent, uh, here's the thing. Brent, if the Braves don't win tonight, they probably won't win tomorrow night. Okay. I think it's very hard to win a game seven when you lost game six, especially if you lost game five, too. Okay. So, I mean, Brent, I, I'm just trying to give you a vote of confidence, Braves fans. I mean, I think you're going to win tonight. I think you're better. I think you bounce back nice. These are nice things. These are good things. These are positive thoughts. Don't be so soft. Brent, this this oh, dude oh, is wow. on one today. Isn't he on one today? But, Brent, you kind of are a jinx when it comes to baseball. You kind of are a jinx in general, though. Like what? Well, I had to sit here for, I don't know, half a baseball season and listen to how the Red Sox sucked and how that worked out for the Red Sox. <laughs> They're not in the World Series. Okay, but they were one of the best teams in Major League Baseball. One of the okay, best so four. Maybe the Braves the, would feel better if I said the Braves suck today and they're going to get blown out there you go. to nothing. I have to sit here and listen to how Daniel Jones is good, and he is trash. Okay. Casey, how did Daniel Jones do last night for fantasy football? I won't even consider looking at him again. I don't care if I have to play Geno Smith. So it wasn't that good then, huh? No. I mean, at least like, with Jalen Hurts, at least you get your fantasy numbers up. You know, I mean, not the last game, but at least with Jalen Hurts, you get your rushing yards. You know, you, you get 25s a game. Well, what did Daniel Jones do last night? <clears throat> Not good. 
Mm, sorry to hear A couple that. touchdown passes. Yeah, two, two, who's not throwing? Mike White's throwing four touchdown passes a game, <laughs> five touchdown passes a game. So don't tell me two touchdown passes like it's a flex or something because I'm not impressed. Uh, the Rams waved uh, Deshaun Watson. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Jackson. Sorry. Whoa. That was a quick trade and, trade and release. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry, Stafford. Uh, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any, any interest? He's free now. He, I mean, he's free. I mean, what are the Jags on the waiver free. wire like? Oh, it doesn't matter on the waivers with a with a guy that's yeah, just tested. Yeah. yeah, he goes wherever he wants to go. Um, you know, Brent, it, it's speed. Obviously, Urban Meyer likes that. I, I'm not sure how much Deshaun Jackson has left to give. I don't know if I want Deshaun Jackson coming to a one and six team either. I, I don't think he just want to go to feel one feel like that guy. You know? Yeah. Like, and maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but I feel like uh, they've had some issues over the years with him. <laughs> Get oh, unhappy sure. on a one and six team. That yeah. was the problem with like even like an old Al Beckham Jr. Yeah. You know, old Al Beckham Jr. I thought about this real quick. Uh, on uh, Josh Kobe's going to join us in a couple moments. Football at five here. Some uh, Top Golf Tuesdays from Top Golf every Tuesday on ESPN 690. And so I got a couple of quick thoughts. Uh, what was I just saying? <laughs> talking about Deshaun Jackson. Talking about. <laughs> it totally just blanked out on what I was going to tell you. Uh, what I want, where I wanted to go with this. Um, Sean Jackson. And, and I'm not getting closer to it. Not the Sean All right? Jackson. So okay. it will come back to me. Okay, it's all come back to me now. So I'll give you my other quick thought. Okay. Uh, the, the one quick thought I had is I feel like there's an element of the Jags that knows they're not going to be a playoff team this year, knew they never were. So they're almost not satisfied. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But maybe a little complacent in terms of like a sense of urgency kind of knowing who they are. You listen to Miles Jack talk. You listen to these guys who have been around it. They know, like, hey, we got a rookie quarterback. we got a new staff. Mm -hmm. This stuff's going to take a little bit of time. And, by the way, that's reality. Like, it is going to take a little time. But can it, can it take away from your sense of urgency, detail, um, all those kind of things? Not effort. I don't see an effort problem with the Jags. Yeah. But to be like, hey, listen, we know who we are. We're just okay. And, therefore, you're not, like, Man, if we lose this game, the end of the world has just happened. Like, I don't sense that this is a team that's like, man, we lost the game, the end of the world has just happened. No, it's it's not like that because it, this is going to be a slow build, you know, and, and, and there's going to be headaches and all that stuff. I mean, you know, in terms of expectations, yeah, this team isn't where we thought. At least I think this team's not where we thought they would be. Now, I wasn't expecting, you know, over six wins this year. They're not going to probably come close to that. But... Th there was going to be some trials and tribulations, and there's more than expected right now, and that's just that's football. Uh, that's that's where they're at right now on this team, and the most important part is keeping guys healthy like Trevor Lawrence and making sure that going forward guys are still want to be here. Like That's the last thing you want it to happen now is lose your locker room um, and have guys leave. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, all right, I thought you bought me some time to think about what I wanted to talk about the other thing, and now I still can't figure it out. You, I'll you probably figure it out at like 6.05. Yeah, but it okay. wasn't about Deshaun Jackson. It was okay. getting me somewhere else. And now okay. I've completely lost my train of thought. Okay. So let's get Scobie in here. He went right to the hitting mat. Yeah, I, mean, I like it. You think he's got some, uh, those new sneakers? Well, the, those ones he wore last time. Oh, those, those are the ones last time. Those are the Milk of Magnesia Air Maxes. How much do you think those cost? Uh, you think he's still got his Nike like uh, say, allowance? I'd say buck twenty-five. A buck twenty-five. All right. I'd say buck twenty-five. That's way. That's double more than I've ever spent on a pair of sneakers. These were sixty. That's my top. Yeah, but Brent, be honest though, you're starting to sell out now because you're your team Skechers forever. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, now you're wearing Nikes. Like, I know. Like you're, 
like you're trying to be somebody. But see, you guys, you guys, like you made it. Said like TJ Maxx and all those others. This is a cold special right here. Still though, 60 man. 60 bucks. That's my max. Brent, I'm just saying. I know you back in the days of Coles and of Skechers and everything. I mean, of Skechers really, um, and the, the Amazon ones you used to wear. And <laughs> yes, now all I of a sudden, I got the eighteen dollar hey, Amazons. Like you couldn't even name the brand. Casey, what do I say all the time, man? You can't hide it. You can't. You can't, you can't hide, hide money. Money. And sometimes you got to forget where you come from. And Brent Martineau. Rocking Nikes now might be one of those guys. Austin, did you ever have an allowance? Oh yeah, for with sure. Nike? Yeah. How much was it? You mind me asking? Yeah, it was five k. Really? Was, it was five k a year. Even yep. fifth round Austin Lane from Murray State got five k from I, Nike. Well, okay, so you want to hear the real story? So Under Armour wanted to have me for their campaign because Under Armour is kind of fresh in the game. Uh, did I tell the story before or not? No. So back in 2010, Under Armour first started to become a thing. And they liked my personality. They liked that I looked a little different than a lot of players, so they wanted to, like, sign me to their Under Armour campaign. Okay. Problem was, though, is I couldn't stand wearing their cleats. So the Senior Bowl came around, they're like, all right, so this is your opportunity, you know, showcase the Under Armour cleats, talk about it. <laughs> I think it, I do remember yeah, story. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> I put them on. I'm like, yeah, I'm not wearing these. And I go to my agent, I'm like, I don't care how much they're paying me. I'm not wearing the Under Armour cleats. Well, that's because a bad business listed. decision. No, for sure. So I didn't wear the Under Armour cleats. They were a little upset. Went with Nike instead. Five grand uh, a year. It is what it is. Well, that's, I mean, how much more money were we talking maybe with Under Armour? Uh, <laughs> yeah, a couple yeah, of $5,300. <laughs> no, it probably would have been, I mean, it would have been cash, though, too. Oh. Okay. Instead of just an allowance. I remember. Okay, I'm going to take you back. Uh, remember when you guys got new uniforms? Oh, you did a bunch. I know, yeah. but yeah. like uh, every game. You mean? No, like new. Uh, the whole new launch. It was when Justin Blackman was playing. Oh, you talking about? Oh, you were up. Yeah, yeah you I were, was there yeah. with Tyson. You're yeah. Talking about the, yeah. the dual helmets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I told you the story though. Like we went out to Nike. Yeah. And and with the Jags, like the Jags. Uh, Dan Edwards went out there. A couple of guys like Osier went out there. Uh, you know, Patrick from the Jags, and, and I went out there uh, because we're the official station. Yeah. And so we went out there, like, way early before they launched the um, – uh, they announced it. Oh. And so you could gather all this information, like, from Nike. You got a tour of the facility, what went into the program design. The other teams were getting – I think it was the Vikings and the Dolphins were also getting new uniforms. And so they all did the same thing, too. And so we're out there, and, and you, you could get pictures and video, but you couldn't use any of it until – they launched it like this probably in august or july or something when they finally did it and uh well we went to the nike store in, out there is this in oregon you're in oregon about? yeah eugene yeah. yeah uh or portland area or whatever yeah. Yeah. and so uh when we went out there justin blackman was out there because he was modeling the new uniforms <laughs> good person to model it and yeah. so uh <laughs> so anyway what i remember see i never knew you guys got like this allowance Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I remember him telling us he got, like, he was in that store, and he got, like, $10,000 yep. if he wanted to spend. Yep. Now, meanwhile, they gave us, like, a great buy. They gave anything that we got. It was half off. So it was, I mean, just 50-50 deal. And so I got, like, a putter. <laughs> I came back from the trip with a putter. Carrying that yes. on the plane. People are wondering what you're doing. So, no. yeah. Yeah, but, but, I mean, I, I bought, like, a decent amount of stuff, but Justin Blackman's like buying other people's stuff basically yeah. because he's got ten grand to spend. Up. He can't even spend it all in the same place. Well, now you <laughs> but keep in mind though, you had to pay taxes on it, so it wasn't just free money. You had to pay taxes on it, so take that for what you want, Brent. But that doesn't hang with you guys. No, Once you're no, done, you're done. No. I didn't know that 
until like my third or fourth year in the league that you actually had to pay taxes on it. Yeah. So I'm spending all this money. <laughs> Golf clubs. And then I'm, I, I see at the bottom of my, you know, paragraph or whatever, uh, whenever my accountant sends it to me, I'm like, wait a minute, I paid 33% on all that? Yeah. Oh, crap. So <laughs> I, actually, it was worth it. I actually lost my Nike endorsement, Brent, my third year. Because when I had my list rank injury, they had a rule where if you covered up the logo with, with like a spat, um, it had to be because of an injury. So I had my list rank injury. I covered up, you know, my foot because I was injured with tape, but then I couldn't spat my other cleat. Ah. So they're like, either you just spat your one foot that's hurt, or you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna get the money. I'm like, well then, no, I'm not gonna spat one <laughs> foot. Like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm trying to play. And like, I, I've been told because each, so each team had its own representative. And I remember I went up to the guy, and I wasn't the, the kindest because I was a little ticked off. I'm like, y you guys preach player performance, but then you only want me to spat one foot. So, like, one foot weighs 20 pounds extra than my other foot. Like, how do you preach player performance and then I have to go through that? So he wasn't impressed. I lost my endorsement deal. It is what it is. What did you buy? Uh, most absurd thing you bought from Nike with your allowance? Uh, I, I typically would just buy golf stuff. <laughs> and for me... And then at the end of the year, it was a lot of Christmas gifts yeah, yeah. You know, for family and friends and whatnot. Uh, but I did have an uncle of mine one time. Uh, I gave him the password to the Nike Elite website yeah, at yeah. the time. And he Cole ordered, Hahn as well there, Josh. Correct. Yes, sir. And he ordered something <laughs> like 15 pairs of shoes. And so obviously I didn't buy that, but he... He ordered 15 pairs of shoes for like $2,000 and maxed out my account. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so, you know, I called him and asked him, you know, why did you do this? He's like, well, I like to try them on and then I'll send them back whatever I, I'm not actually going to keep. And we didn't talk for a long time because of that. So <laughs> and then Josh had to pay taxes on that. Yeah. Do you talk about him? Talk to him now? But I, oh, I do now, yes. <laughs> but I, I never bought anything crazy on there. It's typically just golf stuff. Josh, Brent brought up a, a, an interesting little tidbit there about the when they had the, uh, the uniform launch. Yeah. Do you remember where you were when that happened? Because I distinctly remember, because I, I had no idea. Maybe, maybe you had behind-the-scenes access I, with, with you yeah. and Meester, because Meester knew everything that was happening in the organization. Yeah. Maybe Meester knew. But, like, me and Tyson Alualu had no idea what was going to happen. And when they brought out those two-tone helmets, Tyson Alualu was the man because you could always... You, you could always see what he's thinking without him ever saying anything. Because, like, the, the guy never spoke anything. Yeah, but like his he, eyes. But, but his eyes. <laughs> yeah. So, like, they bring out the helmet, and he looks at me, and you just, he kind of just goes, mm. <laughs> And, like, <laughs> and then, but, like, we're, we're with, you know, like, we're with, like, the booster. Whoever was there, like, the, the Jaguars club members, whatever. So, like, we, we got to put on, like, this facade. Like, oh, hell yeah. Like, all right. <laughs> this is awesome. Dude, but deep down, we're like, uh, not sure about that one. You, were you there when it, they launched it? What did so, you think? I was in the middle of a contract negotiation at the time. Okay. They they wanted me to come back and do that reveal or, or whatever yeah, and yeah. be one of those people. But obviously I didn't. Uh, but I had some inside information. Uh, someone had sent me the helmet and the jerseys maybe a couple months okay. before. And I'd sent back like, wait, it's just, there's no way we're doing <laughs> Did that. Did you think about not signing? Are you messing with me? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like you got to be kidding. There's no way we're going with that helmet. I'm like, it looks like one of my kids just drew <laughs> along the middle of the helmet. And then they just put the logo on. I honestly, that's, there's a lot of dumb things that have happened in the Jaguars or organization <laughs> over the years. That's one of the dumbest decisions <laughs> And I, I don't know how it passed through so many people 
and got finalized, and they're like, didn't ask the player's input. I, Let's I, go I, with that one. I think, and by the way, I don't know how much like Shad necessarily had to do with it, but I think when they did the revamp, I think people Shad was such a new owner that I bet people were a little afraid to kind of give any pushback on anything and again i'm not sitting here saying he's the one that designed it but obviously nike designed it nike's coming up with this idea right these new ideas and they're like all right yeah let's change the whole look and it it turns out that it wasn't uh, very good it was just it was a weird spot to be in because as players you're supposed to be hyped up you're supposed to be excited you're supposed to usually like that stuff too yeah and, and here we are just like (laughs) <laughs> I just remember you walk face, out like just going. Ugh. <laughs> 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 that, was a, that was an interesting uh, contract negotiation for you. Yeah, I, I remember. Mean, it ended up I remember talking to your agent a lot during that stretch. Nice. Yeah, he was, um, he at was the, the time. man. Uh, the uh, someday I'll tell. There's another part of that story of going to Oregon okay. with the uniform unveil. That has to do with the Miami Dolphins, but I'm not saying it on here. Uh, someday, oh, maybe I think I'll I think you t- I think you co- I, I probably wait. told you off the sea off okay. the air yeah. before. Yeah, uh, so. but that's a bad teaser. Or, uh, that's a good teaser. Just someday, listen to the show again or every day. Read the book when Brent I tell puts it, it out. Yeah, uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's get Captain Rick Riles on right now here at Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Captain Rick, what's happening? <laughs> Did you say? Listen to the show again someday, is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, or every day is what I said. For you, Captain. Or every day is exactly right, I'll tell you what. Oh, my goodness, what a good fishing day it was. The last two days have been exceptional, and there's a reason for it. Yesterday, the Jody Lynn 2 was well out uh, in the deep water along the edge of the Gulf Stream. They had five big mutton snappers. They had a 40-pound gag grouper, lots of vermilion snapper and trigger fish. And inshore today, the bite was totally off the chain talked to one uh, guy who was brokenhearted about releasing 12 flounder. I can understand the frustration in that, but uh, they will not open back up again for recreational harvest until December 1st. Uh, the reason our fish has been so good the last two days is because we got a weather front that's starting to bear down on us, and the fish can feel that, and they're feeding up in advance of it. There appears to be a very good number also of blackfin tuna and even some mahi along the edge of the Gulf Stream. The Jody Lynn, too, a couple of days ago had nine black fins and eight mahis for a fine trolling day. We don't get a lot of good trolling days in November. Glad to see it. Tomorrow is the first day of the El Pescado Sailfish Tournament. It'll uh, it'll start at Fishes Wednesday and then again on Friday. And if they get tomorrow in, I think that may be the last day for the smaller boats. we got a, a front bearing down on us. It's really going to mess up the weekend, but it shows up on Thursday, and it uh, looks like it's going to hang around a little while. So take advantage of tomorrow, get out and go fishing, because we got some wintertime wind coming that's going to shut down the ocean for the weekend. And Thanks, uh, one thing you oh. can count on, though. Yes, sir, go ahead. No, you got it. Go ahead. No, was, yes, I was going to say one thing you can count on. We'll be back tomorrow with another fishing report brought to you by Workman's Quick Fix Plumbing and CSS Landscaping. I appreciate you, man. Thanks. Have a great night. Uh, good report, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Off Thank the you, chain, man. he said. Oh. Yeah, that's it. Off the chain, Ray, man. I like sportsman. it. Uh, Fishing report each and every day. Action Sports Jackson, ESPN 690. All right, be honest. Did anybody like the two-tone helmets? Any player you run into that kind of liked them? No. It's going to be a big no for us, Brent. No. I didn't talk to a single now, person now, ever no, did. I know you're going to say, well, if you guys would have won some games, then they would have been I, cool. I have said I'm that before. I'm telling you right now. We could have went to the Super Bowl, and we wouldn't have been proud That's a wearing. lie. What do you mean it's a lie? It's a lie. That's the truth. Would have been everybody in the league would have two-tone helmets truth, now yeah. if you had gone to the Super Bowl. It, it two-tone two helmets, mustard yeah. jerseys, let's go. The problem with the two-tone helmets is they never, like, completed, like, the the mesh. 
of the colors, yeah. no. like either. Like they never. It was just like this divide. Yeah. Right. I think it was initially looked like it was going to kind of blend together. Well, the, the problem was they're all hand painted. They weren't done by a machine or whatever, you know, someone coming in there and spraying them. They were all, like, hand-painted. <laughs> so like, none of them were symmetrical, and that messes with my brain. I start thinking. Well, and I remember there was, like, some reason. It was, like, it's combining the past and looking forward to the future. <laughs> to, to, and, like, they're trying to justify it, and we're just like, yeah, yeah. but you didn't have to do that. Were you guys now. okay with the jerseys? Jerseys were okay. Outside right. the See, yellow, the, I mean the muscle. They were thing. tight. They were really tight. They were tight, but I'll tell you what Grummy was like the shield thing. Remember like the yeah. shield logo? Yeah. I, I actually like that. I, I like the shield. Two tone helmets. It would have been also I, if yeah. we had gone like 50 and, you know, 500, like eight and eight. <laughs> yeah. Just to say, like, hey, we're going the future and the past here. Well, eight keep, and eight. It, keep in mind, Josh, I was cut like two weeks after that jersey unveil, probably because my reaction to it. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably what happened. <laughs> By the way, eight and eight we would have taken back then. We'll be back. Switching to Jacks on ESPN 690 Tuesdays from Top Golf. It was a steep price to pay. I don't personally think that I would have given up two second-day picks, a second- and third-round pick, to go get a guy that's a little bit past what we know Von Miller as, as a double-digit sack guy. I mean, they're hoping that they can still get a little bit out of this. And I know when they look at the situation, they say, well, he still can play. Yeah, when Von's on the field, he is a disrupting force. You have to certainly put the red dot on him to figure out where he's at at all times when you are scouting. But the Rams are all in, and if it doesn't pay off, it won't be good. Keyshawn Johnson. You can listen to in the morning. Jay Williams, Keyshawn Johnson, Max as well on ESPN 690. Brett Martino, Austin Lane, Josh Scobie. Tuesdays at Top Golf. Five to six, Josh joins us. And, uh, good to have Josh out here as we talk two-tone helmets in the good old days oh, of the yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars. Good old days. As the stories yeah. <laughs> continue to pile up um, in commercial breaks, too. Uh, but uh, a lot of stories to be told over the years, fellas. Oh, boy. Absolutely. A lot of yeah. stories. Uh, you know, we were talking perks. Austin tells me about this in the past. Uh, YMCA. Yep. Right? Lifetime membership for NFL guys. Yeah, it's great. Uh, so that's cool. That's one that stays. Is there anything else that you actually use that you still get uh, outside of, like, you know, your pension and that kind of stuff? But uh, Just little perks here and there. I mean, nothing that's lifetime, unfortunately. We, uh, we are not Major League Baseball. We are not the NBA. <laughs> uh, things run out Yeah. after a certain amount of years in the NFL. And that has to do with how many players there are on a team. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the turnover on a team, it's not like baseball or, or basketball where they have fewer players and they can afford to, to do the things they do post-career. Um, but, yeah, you know, still take advantage of all the things we can. Did you ever do something, like, just crazy you wanted to put in your contract or if you'd ever, like, whether it's tickets for life yeah. to the Jags or? That would be illegal, though. You can't do that. So you can't do that. No, that's IRS ha has to do with that. Oh, really? Yeah, we we did never got free tickets when we were playing. 
That was against the the law too. So that you can't, you don't get tickets. No, you, no, you have the option no. to buy tickets. That's Correct. the biggest misconception of maybe an NFL like, player. Like That's, I know the world, yeah. the Super Bowl, like you can, you each player gets the option to buy two tickets. Correct. Right? They're, Correct. they're never free. Yep, and then you can't sell them either. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've been on many a plane ride <laughs> to the to the Super Bowl gotta, and gotta seen go to players going to pick no, up their tickets. No, that's a, that's a maxim. <laughs> you, you have to go to that game. Some organizations sure. make you go pick up the tickets at the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think that's a requirement. You better be now. taking selfies from your seats as well. Yeah. Listen, I have been down. I've been inside like one of the big hotels at Super Bowl. I think usually because we're waiting for the Hall of Fame stuff, like with Baselli, and. The activity going on in a lobby of a hotel yeah. on the, the day before the Super Bowl is yep. absolutely bananas. Like, it's not, I've never seen anything like it. And I've had a guy, like, tell me what's going on. I'm like, holy cow, this is, I never even knew this existed. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. Yeah, this is like a business. I mean, it is a business in itself. Yeah. I mean, the, everybody's on hand. So uh, it is pretty wild to see what goes on. Um, Josh, did you go to Super Bowl weekend? Did you ever go to the parties and oh, stuff, yeah. partake Absol in that? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, my rookie year, that's when we had it in Jacksonville uh -huh. uh, with New England and Philadelphia. So, I, you know, I was involved in all of those parties. And nice. There were, <laughs> those were some nice involved. <laughs> I was almost <laughs> in, <laughs> involved. Well, I, I used that charity work, John. <laughs> yes. Take it easy, man. I wrote it off. <laughs> yes. Take it I easy. Wrote it off. <laughs> However, you know, I say involved because I was almost involved in a couple fights so uh -oh. because of the morons that I took to these parties. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, that, it was. Careful it was, you hang with. Yeah. It was fun having it here, but I went to the one in Tampa uh, with Pittsburgh and Arizona in, was that, 09? Yeah. Uh, the 08 season. Okay. Um, that was a good one, too. Been to a couple others. I can't remember. I think I've been to four. Okay. And I mean, it's a madhouse. If it is. you've been to any of them. Well, Brent, I, mean, to, to, I have. I've been to, to three of them. And to describe Brent, what it's like, like you know how Radio Row is. You're kind of like you know you talk to people. Yeah, and the home base. Type yeah. Of thing, now yeah. mix that with like a, you know, a lot of celebrities and just a lot of drinking, and then that's kind of what you get. Yeah, and all night long. Right. So I it's mean, so it's more like well-dressed people as opposed to being on like the radio row where it's more like. Little North face jackets not off. <laughs> yes. That's all it is. A lot of the three-quarter zips. A lot of three-quarter zip yeah. North Face jackets. Yes. Just a lot of, hey, how you guys doing? There yeah. is a lot of that on Radio Row. That's uh, all good. I mean, hey, I'll, I'll be part of you it. You know, you were supposed to try to get us into a party in Atlanta. We took you. Only a plus one, though. Only got a plus one. The, the, you know that was the issue, right? I, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Here's the thing. I've never had an interest in going to any of the parties. Josh, <sighs> Josh tell me how good it is, though. It's fun, but, I, you know, once you Open get... Bar, that's the fun part. Yes. But <laughs> once you get to a certain age, you, you I mean, it's fun to see celebrities and athletes and all that. Yeah. But, you know, once it gets to 9 o'clock for me, I'm like, yeah. I'm like yawning yeah, and yeah. wanting to go to bed. So <laughs> there is a difference. Like your 2005 version versus three oh, years yeah. ago, that's a different mentality. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't want to do it now uh, unless the Jags were playing in it. And yeah. Well, that would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. See, and then we couldn't even experience it. We'd be working so much. I mean, we came so yeah. close to that don't, in Minnesota. Don't say we. You would be. <laughs> I mean, I would be doing the show doing from... Some we'd be at the party. I'd be doing the show from six, <laughs> three, three, three to six with my contract <laughs> obligations allow me to do. Three to six a.m. Yeah, three to six a.m. <laughs> a special show at three to six a.m. That is a one-of-a-kind uh, um, kind of show. Uh, you're impressed with uh, how, how far Austin's come along on his uh, golf game, aren't you? I mean, between breaks here or during the break, I just saw... 
three of the best shots I've ever seen him hit. And I guess we can thank Top Golf for that, or no, thank we... Top Golf. And, and you, I mean, I started going on YouTube and checking out how to swing a golf club. You went on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. You have me at your disposable or well, dis disposal for yeah. one hour a week. No, for sure. And you went on YouTube. Because Josh, here's the thing: I, I don't want to burden you with teaching me how to play golf. Cause I'm never gonna go play golf. Yeah. So like, I don't, I don't want to waste your time. I don't waste my time. I don't waste your time. That's I'm very a, nice. I'm well, a lost cause, Josh. Let's go play it Saturday. What are you doing Saturday? I'm, I'm all set, dude. I got, yeah. I, got, I got sparring and stuff. I don't have time to golf. Right. What happened to our video? Our video uh, bumped out. Hopefully oh. we're okay over here, Casey. But video went down? Okay, video went Did it really? Okay, well then, uh, yeah. Yeah. Up, put your feet up. It's going to be a little more thing. casual. I don't have to squeeze here. in with you guys anymore. I'll just go stand up. I'm going to be a little more casual um, around here. The, uh... Did you guys watch a Manning cast yesterday? I did. Uh, did you watch? Does everybody eat chicken like you? Like Peyton? <laughs> <laughs> he was in a hurry. <laughs> I mean, that was something, wasn't it? But how are you going to put that guy in blast like that? Oh, he put loves that it, man. Yeah, that's what makes the show great. Television. Seriously, like, that's, that makes it, uh, those guys are so good. Do you watch it? Yes, they're, they're very good. And, I mean, it's something that they probably don't even have to try and do. It's something that... <laughs> that like that kind of humor the back and forth has been going on for years with them and they just it comes out naturally it's so organic with it, them. It, it, is, it is organic i mean eli eli is just doesn't feel like he's got the personality but once in a while like when he's eating the chicken he's like are you breathing yeah yeah <laughs> and it was just awesome it was a great line and so, uh, then they did the voice memo thing at the end. It was pretty funny. I, I'm not sure, like, how the ratings of that are doing. I assume they're doing great because it's all over Twitter and everything. Yeah, the last time I checked, like, so the first few weeks, they, they kept building, building. Now, yeah. what I was surprised is about 2 million viewers across the country. I never understand the national viewership in terms of how many. Okay. But that was 2 million. I think the ESPN broadcast did, like, 12 million. Like the normal ESPN broadcast. Oh, really? So they're and still so it. What it shows you is that people still are unaware. It takes a okay. while for people to, even though it's all over social media, it also goes to tell you that Twitter is not everybody's life. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 10% of the population, and uh, or whatever the population is. But I do. I, w I bet it's going to continue to grow and grow because how do you not? When Tom Brady goes on, yeah. like I bet people now found it that but hadn't found it before. See, my question is: Is this the future of, of sports broadcasting now, and it's just sports media? Where are we going to see other sports take you know take part in this? And you bring celebrities on during the game, and you kind of just it's more of a comedy, more of just a laid back atmosphere in terms of sounding so professional. Yeah, I think. Um, I think in a way it is. If you watch the way our sports broadcasting world has, has gone. You have less and less people that have, like, all grown up in the business, yeah. right? Um, th that's been a move 20 years in the making to athletes and former players who have done it. Uh, and, and now I think the kind of the rough around the edges and less seasoned is almost better. You know, I think, I think people like that uh, to, to a certain degree. So I've, I've heard a lot of people, I'm watching, like, the Golf Channel right here at Top Golf, and I've heard a lot of people reference it to golf. Like, could you have, like, Mickelson would be great in that setting. Josh, get in there. Let's go. I'm in. In January and February, I'm going to be doing some stuff on Golf Channel. Are you? So. Oh, I didn't even know. Okay, well, cool. Yeah. 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 Nice. But it, it probably won't be. Breaking like, news? Phil Mickelson. No, it's not breaking news. <sighs> but, yeah, but I agree. It's, it's kind of like breaking up the monotony of the normal thing that you're used to watching and viewers like that whenever it's not just talking about the x's and o's it's getting into the fun things and making light of certain situations and i think that's where we're kind of moving to but you said it's 20 years in the making um, it's not something that every 
sport is going to take over at one point. It's, it's going to be something that is progressive, and one sport's going to try it, another sport will try it if it works. Yeah. Great. If not, they're going to try something else. Well, and I think, you know, it helps having you because, like, you, you play the sport of golf, and you're very knowledgeable. So, like, that also helps as well because we saw, you know, Monday Night Football try to do this, what was it, 10, 15 years ago with Dennis Miller? Yeah, that's and, right. And, and that backfired. That you know, like, they, they try to be a trendsetter and bring, you know, kind of this celebrity slash comedian um, guy in, and it just it didn't flow well. It just didn't work well. So this has been done in the past, but you got to find that good combination of someone who's knowledgeable in the sport and someone who's also entertaining. Well, that's where I think ESPN still is king at times. They'll try stuff, and they'll miss, and they'll swing and miss, but then they get something like this cooking, yeah. and it's like, wow, that's really good, and now everybody's going to try to mimic it and follow it, and other sports will try to do it. I think golf's actually a great idea for it because golf can have a lot of downtime and be boring right uh, to a casual viewer and but if you could bring some personalities into it that really like golf and there are a lot of personalities that love golf you could bring somebody like a steph curry absolutely right uh, larry fitzgerald and people yeah. know and like from other sports and then even other genres from uh i don't know maybe it's darius rucker or somebody like that but you bring those guys in and you just have to find the right outfit like cbs i will never do this cbs is more no, that's not this is thing. tradition right yeah. this is what we do and that's this okay the too there's a place yeah. for it but Somebody else like a Golf Channel or, TNT, or a Fox Sports Fox. or a TNT yeah. might try that. Yeah. Um, I wonder, like the NBA, would it work? Baseball's a very slow game. Could you get somebody in baseball? But see, the, the thing about the Mannings is they're educating us at the same time. Like, they are taking you inside plays. I mean, I asked you a question today based on defenses yeah. off what I heard from Manning. If Peyton Manning didn't like the eight-man you know, dropping back into zone coverage, and he says, I'd much prefer going against man than zone. Yeah. Well, then why? I would say if that guy didn't like going against it, why wouldn't every defense do that? Mm-hmm. You know? So it's uh, I think it's very educational for people who don't know the ins and outs of watching a play. And it's a little bit of the Romo effect, too, right? They'll give you, an, uh, hey, this is what they're probably doing right here. Well, now, M- Manning has swung and missed a lot on that. And, yes, and kind yeah. of the, like, it's the running joke now. But, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, here's the other thing I find about those guys. They're super conservative. Like, you would think a quarterback wants to throw it all the time. They're like, no, we should take – I would take the points here. Yeah. Or I would run here. And you're like, okay. Like, they know how to manage the game, right, and, and play the long game, yeah. uh, which – I think most people would be like, let's go get it right now. Well, both of them had good kickers for their entire career. That's why they're <laughs> conservative in that way. And also, listen to Peyton Manning trying to break down the quarterback option last night. <laughs> that was great. Because you know what you're talking about with that. <laughs> no, yeah. That was great. We'll be yeah. back Tuesdays from Top Golf, ESPN 690. Brent Morton, Josh Kobe. It continues. If they are at the number four position, I would be very concerned because. They would. I think they're going to move down. Uh, if they're number two or three, then they can breathe a little bit easier. Their problem is is the schedule. Uh, they have SMU in three weeks. That is a good game if you're a football junkie. But if you're sitting there watching at a bar in Manhattan, you're going like, what kind of what kind of what kind of garbage is that? I'm not get that off my TV. Um, so uh, and. And, and seriously, SMU lost over the weekend, which, you know, again, the same guy, same guy in the bar didn't see because they were playing Houston, but the committee pays attention to all this wonkiness. National treasure, Paul That's Feinbaum. That's your guy. That's your boy, Paul National Feinbaum. National treasure. Wonkiness. One of the best to ever do it, Paul Feinbaum. Friend, really, Paul Feinbaum. Yeah, friend of Austin. Brett Martin, Austin Lane, Josh Scobie.
former Jags kicker, here with us at uh, Top Golf Tuesdays at Top Golf. We do it every Tuesday, uh, five to six. Josh joins us. Casey Kurtz back in the studio. We do have the uh, college football rankings coming out tonight, right, Casey? That's correct. Yeah, I want. There's. I don't know if there's a lot to see here other than how far ahead in the point total will like Georgia be. Because if yeah. so, then that gives them a, a chance to lose in the SEC championship game and then still make the final. Well, what do you think Cincinnati is going to be? Well, and that's another one, too, because yeah, that's, that's the, the team that could be bounced out, right? Yeah. So where's the separation? Yeah. Even though since he's number two in the country, where are they going to be on the that board? Yeah. And, and that's going to be critical because Oklahoma's still undefeated. The Big Ten winner's probably going to go. Yeah. ACC, Pac-12 look like they're out. And so is it two teams from the SEC, or is it Cincinnati and a team from the SEC? So that could be uh, pretty interesting to see. Um, I was just thinking of this. You just mentioned how Austin was really swinging it well uh, here at Top Golf. I, I actually had this conversation with my kids uh, over the weekend because uh, Kaylee's arm's been a little bit sore, so she's been throwing with her right hand while we rest the wing a little bit. And, um, and so she's throwing right-handed, right? And so we're... Getting, we're like, uh, how long would it take you if you had to then throw, start throwing right-handed or do something new to do it and do it at a halfway decent level, right? Sure. I'm not saying make the pros in it, but like I was just swinging right-handed because there are no left-handed clubs. Like, how long would I have to play right-handed to feel comfortable doing it? You know, people, unfortunately, they have bad accidents that, you know, and, you know whether it's losing an arm or something like that, and they have to learn how to do everything another way yes. if you think of your kids if you really wanted to train them to do anything you could do it at like age one and a half to two because that's when they learn everything so well and and they don't know any better yes so like it's but once you're like 25 35 years old i wonder how long it would take to do something that like you've never done from the left side or the right side or whatever else and do it well. There's old books like 10,000 reps, but I think it would be more than that kind more of than 10,000 right? reps. You know, it's not a it's not a bad call. I'm, I'm trying to equate it to something. I mean, like for me, you know, in, in MMA, like if I was to switch my stance, like I mean, I'm obviously comfortable out of one side than the other side. Yeah. And like I think like swinging a baseball bat's kind of the same thing. Like I think as a kid, you can be a switch hitter. Yes. But when you get to the majors, there's no way you're going to start learning how to switch hit them. Like I feel like that's past you. That's, that's beyond you. So it's a great question. I'm not sure how long it's it It's actually take. something they do a lot in softball. They'll turn the girls around to the left side huh. because they'll usually do this in their teenage years, even if they're not left-handed, because you can slap. Yeah. So if you're fast, and you can go from the left side. So they purposely do that. I don't know. Like, what do you think? How long would it take? It would take a long time for the major sports. Um, I mean, shooting a basketball left-handed, free throws, you know, shooting three-pointers, it would take a long time. Kicking? Um, Kicking, it would be tough. I used to do it uh, just for the fun of it and see how far I could kick <laughs> left-footed. And it, it's so funny that you say that because I was talking to someone a little while ago uh, about this because I posted a video uh, playing kickball uh, <laughs> last week of me kicking right-footed. No, I didn't. So I, I posted a video last week of me kicking right-footed, okay. and they said, go easy on us. So... I kicked it right-footed and launched no it mercy. into the trees. Yeah, but I couldn't find the ball again. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Now we found the ball. <laughs> it, it hasn't landed yet, but eventually. Welcome to the game. So then we played this past uh, Saturday, and they wanted to do the same thing, adults versus kids, but I had to kick left-footed. 
Oh. Like, they don't understand yeah, you've done that I can before. kick left-footed. <laughs> so so the same result, basically. Boom, I just launched it I again. It. And it. Like so that's what I used to do that in college. Uh, I would kick left-footed in pregame, just, you know, warming up by myself. And I could kick them from 50 to 55 left-footed. Really? And my favorite thing to do, I, I was basically, like, intimidating the other kicker. So I would go to the 40-yard line, <laughs> and I would kick left-footed 50-yard field goals. And, and knowing that I'm kicking against the wind, and then as soon as I was done doing that, I'd turn around on the same yard line and kick the other direction right-footed <laughs> and kick 70 yarders. This is, this is like some kind of dance battle at midfield here. <laughs> and we, that is a pretty we cool had, flex, though, actually. Oh, it was. I mean, but this is, pretty good this flex, is when yeah. I, I knew that, I, you know, I had a puffy chest and I would do what I wanted to do. But I had a punter come up to me one time. He's like, dude, you got to stop. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like... He doesn't know what's going on. You're kicking left-footed and right-footed. <laughs> like, the other kicker was scared. Um, you, you know, there are uh, guys that throw both hands in, in big league baseball. Very few. There's plenty of switch hitters in baseball. That's a common thing. Have you ever run? I've never heard of that. And I don't know what the advantage would be to kick one side or the other. There's there no would advantage. Be, right? No, there's no advantage. Josh, a question I've always had that I've never asked you until now, I think because we're on the topic of just kicking right and left-footed, uh, you know, so you're a guy who you kicked one side every single day, right? And I, and I assume for as long as you did it, did you have, like, a lot of imbalances then, like, when you retired, like, in terms of everything is kind of out of want? Because you're literally yeah. kicking the same leg every single day. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's certain parts of my body that are stronger, more sore, more flexible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, every day that I work out and I stretch, my my left hand hamstring is really tight. Okay. Right hamstring is pretty loose. Yeah. Because this one just didn't ever get the flexibility uh, that this one did. So yeah, there's certain things, and I'm sure it's the same thing with you. But oh, it is for know. sure. Yeah, because with, with the MMA, I mean, you have one foot forward the entire time, so yep. you know you throw punches a certain way, so it's going to be imbalanced as well. Yeah, yeah, so you're building muscles and muscle memory on one part. Yeah. So you're never going to have that full balance. Yeah, it makes sure. perfect sense. Why I talk out of both sides of my mouth. <laughs> I was going to say, Brenton, newscasting, <laughs> leaning on one side or the other side, <laughs> one cheek, the other cheek. I don't know. How's, how's that working? Switch the microphone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> you got to practice this stuff. Yeah. Uh, hey, when did, when you got traded to Pittsburgh, was it the trade deadline time? Uh, no, this was like when, preseason. I forget. Or was no, it uh, was during the was uh, like Labor Day camp. or something? Yeah, right around remember Labor Day. Okay. Yeah. So it was different. Do you remember, guys, does one trade of a teammate, do you remember one like where it was like, well, that was weird. I just lost that guy. No, I, you know, I, nothing I like that. I say that awesome I remember the same one. way. Yeah. I don't remember more. Well, that, that just shows you that we were never very <laughs> <Close>. active. Never <laughs> more active at the deadline. We well, never yeah. acquired anyone that yeah. mattered, I'll uh, tell you that. Yeah. Marcel Darius, to me, coming over yeah. is one of the biggest ones uh, in 17 That's for the right. Jacks, yeah. you know. But I also would say the trade deadline is not an active time for a lot of teams. It's just the NFL trade deadline is not that significant. No. Yeah. And so, but it was just interesting to know. I just think it's a weird thing in sports. It's one of the most unique things. You could transfer your job, but you know a month in advance you're transferring, right? This one, it's like, hey, I'm in uh, Jacksonville today. I'm in Pittsburgh tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, pack my suitcase. And by the way, be on the field at 3 o'clock. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened to me. I got a 12-hour notice like, hey. It's 6 o'clock right now, p.m. Uh, you have a 6 a.m. flight, and you practice tomorrow. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. And, that's, and, uh, that's tough. And in your case, like after. Drill or anything. <laughs> like Tyson did. <laughs> and in, <coughs> and in, your, right. yeah. in your case, though, you had been in one spot for so long, too, yeah. which makes it even. Uh, and I had to go to Pittsburgh, so yeah. that sucked even worse. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> 
Hey, good uh, baseball game today. Kid's on the mound today, huh? He's on the mound starting. All starting right. Go get 20 it. 20 minutes. Go get it. I want to report to see what happens. Like Was it. Halloween good? Oh, we had a great Halloween. The kids, I mean, luckily we found our, both of our kids at the end of the night. <laughs> that's so. the most important part. Yeah. <laughs> that's a very good. Yeah. Now steal all their candy. Yeah, didn't have any needles in the candy, so yeah. that one's even better. Uh, Austin. <laughs> that's very good, too. Austin Lane, Josh Scobie. I'm Brent Martin. Tuesdays from Top Golf. Casey Kurtz has a one-hour special leading up to World Series coverage on ESPN 690. It's coming up next. And uh, then you can watch the World Series on Fox 30 or listen on ESPN 690. Have a good night, everybody.